want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them give their top tips for success for you. Uh, my name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with all of my book releases, book tour, schedule, signings, all that good stuff. Always love to connect with you over on Instagram. Um, and as always, if you'd like to apply to be an author in one of my upcoming books, head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Uh, really excited to have Santiago Grassi on the line today. He is the Regional Director of Affinity Management Services. Uh, Santiago, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So, Santiago, I'm really excited to get into kind of some of your business background and um, what you're currently doing over at Affinity Management Services. But before we get into all of that, um, you know, how did you get started in business? What was your inspiration? Well, to be honest, my inspiration was my father. He was a businessman himself. Um, and my father, like son, he kind of guided me through the steps as I was going through college. And um, and thanks, thanks to his guidance, I, I got to where I am today. Um uh, started uh, doing what I'm doing actually fairly young. Uh, I was uh, just out of high school and still going, um, getting my associate's degree in college. And my father one day said, well, you're, um, you're working in hotels. Why don't you get your CAM license, which is the, the CAM that is required in the state of Florida? And I'm like, well, I'm not really going to be working in condominiums or managing any uh, HOAs or associations, but I'll go for it anyways. He was paying for it. So I went ahead, took the course, and a little bit after that, I became a board member. So I first started as a board member before actually going into the profession. Wow. Um, what kind of advice would you give to, like, let's just say our younger entrepreneurs, so just getting out of high school, because I think that's, I think it's awesome what you did, and, and that's a gut. So meaning uh, it, that's, a, that's a tricky age to go out there, and you're not only going after it, but you're, you're going out there to be a board member also. So while going to school, like, I mean, what, what would your advice be to that person that's out there young, trying to get a job, and, and going to school? I mean, the most important thing is, honestly, is having a mentor. Um, my father, for example, was a good mentor to me. Um, he mentored me. He gave me advice. And through the process of, of me going through the steps of going to school, getting my, my, my business degree, and then getting my master's degree, having those individuals in place that guided me to make the right decisions uh, as I went through the, through the process. Let's talk about um, organizations because that sticks out to me about your background, the fact that you were a board member that young. And I don't think that all, like like a lot of, you know, I would say I'm not going to just put this on, you know, younger people coming out of college. I'll even put it on, you know, more tenured business owners that maybe have forgotten some of the things that ori originally got them successful. How important is it to, to join the right organizations and to stay active? It's very important. Networking and, and and making sure you're a part of the of, of right organization is very important as you develop your career, especially when you start at a young age. Um, I'm, I have to say, when I first started and, and I, I took the leap uh, to be a board member at a young age, I had no idea what I was doing. But through mentoring and through listening to other people and through joining um, uh, good organizations that uh, allowed me to learn in the process, that was very helpful. 
And I know one other thing came of it that you don't even have to tell me. You probably made some really good friends that you'll know for a long time, huh? I did. I did. Uh, to be honest with you, <laughs> um, the friends that I've made um, were always older than me. <laughs> and um, so I'm pretty, I, I have a pretty old soul considering that um, I'm only in my 30s. Uh, but when I was a board member, I was uh, uh, 19 years old, and most of the board members that, that were there, they were in their 50s. So, um, so that's been something that stuck with me for a very long time. So even those board members were mentors to me because I've learned a lot from their experiences, uh, not only as board members, but their general life experiences in life. See, and I, and I knew that I could just, I could just assert that assumption because, um, because I'm in the same position. I grew, I joined boards at a pretty young age. I learned, you know, I just was, I, that was just what my mentors told me to do and I did do it. And and you know, I can also throw this out there. Uh, you're unique when you're when you take a leadership position in an organization, and you're at a young age. The reason why you're unique is because so few people do it. So then, what also happens is, rightfully or wrongfully, skill-wise, like you said, you didn't know what you were doing. But I bet you those people were more than happy to mentor and help you, and they probably did twice as much for you as they may have done for somebody else just because you stuck out. You're like, wow, this young guy's taking initiative? That That's awesome. And you po- you possibly reminded them of when they were younger. Definitely. And, and you know, if I had to thank all those individuals that were part of that process, I wouldn't have enough fingers to count it. Um, not to say that <laughs> That not to say that I was, you know, laying back and 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 going with the flow. Uh, considering that I had something to prove, uh, I did put in those extra hours and those late nights to ensure that I was um, learning everything I needed to learn to be successful. And obviously, having those individuals in my life that were willing to take the time to coach me and teach me um, got me to where I am today. That's awesome. Let's. Uh, I think that's a great transition. Um, let's talk about where you're at today as regional director over at Affinity Management Services. So, so how are you helping your clients, and what do you do? Well, Affinity Management Services. That's it's a great place to be in. Um, one of the challenges that that I that I had um, as I was working my way up and in different industries. Uh, I, I worked in the cruise industry, in the hotel industry, the restaurant industry just to name a few, um, one of the issues that I always had was that everything was about everybody else except for the employee. Um, and I'm a, I'm a people person. I believe that employees come first. Human capital is very important. Um, a lot of companies nowadays, they focus on, a lot on, on the technology, but they neglect the human capital, the people that work for the organization, the face of the company, uh, the people that interact with your clients. At Affinity Management, we, we guide ourselves by that principle of our, our, our employees are our customers. They're our internal customers. And we have to make sure that we treat our internal customers the way that we want to treat our outside customers because it, 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 it all intertwines together. And it's very important that the, the customers that we have within our organization are happy because that's going to reflect on them. So at Affinity Management, I do have a background in human resources. I have my master's in human resources. And the one thing that I really liked when I first started working there um, with um, Rafael Aquino, which is the CEO, is that he was really into building that human capital, that culture where everybody was happy to be a part of working for Affinity. And that's, that's the one thing that I've focused 
the last year and ensuring that everything that we do for our team in-house reflects to our customers and the customers see that and the culture that we built within the organization is actually reflecting in the, in the clients and the customers that we have and the customers that are coming in. And let's talk a little bit more about the, the customers. So what kind of um, clients does Affinity take on? Well, right now we're focused on condominiums and homeowners associations. We have large uh, HOAs, uh, three, four, five hundred units plus, and high rises. We have uh, communities in Brico, Aventura. So we basically anything that has to do with a community will 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 manage for a client if need be. That's awesome. And what kind of, um, you know, because you're working within the constructs of a, of a pretty large organization, um, and I, I'm just curious, I want to talk a little, just a little bit more about culture. What are some of the, like, because there's people listening right now that are, you know, they're like, oh, you know, culture, they hear this all the time. Um, but sometimes they don't know exactly what that means. Like, what, what, what are some of the things that stick out to you that, about the culture at Red Affinity? Well, the most important thing is what we do within the culture of the company to make our our people happy. Uh, culture is is making sure that the, the the team members are recognized, that they feel part of something special. That when there is an issue, we direct that issue and turn it into positive, and also provide some sort of coaching. But at the same time making sure that the team members don't feel like, oh, it's the end of the world. Everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's about ensuring that they have the support, the mentoring in place, so they also feel some, they feel part of something special. A lot of mm-hmm. the time, organizations, they have CEOs and directors and, and all the big-name positions, and then they forget about the, the, the people that are actually out on the street uh, making it happen. For us, culture is, is making sure that every single person, from the person that picks up the phone to the person that cleans the floors, that they feel a part of something special, that they're, they're, they're not just cleaning the floor or answering the phones or, or doing the, the minute uh, thing, that, that they feel part of the, of the company and that what they're doing matters and makes a difference. That's awesome. Um, so if, if anybody listening wants to get in touch with Affinity, um, what's the best route? Um, the website, uh, managedbyaffinity.com, or uh, uh, email, uh, SMG, Santiago Martin Grossi, at managedbyaffinity.com. All right, perfect. Well, hey, Santiago, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show and sharing your history and also sharing um, more about Affinity Management Services. Um, so the listeners, definitely go check out their website and see what's going on with Affinity Management. Um, great company. Uh, and as always, thank you for listening today. Don't forget, subscribe uh, to the podcast, leave a, leave a review, do all those good things that we do to support podcasts. Really appreciate it and have a wonderful day. And thank you again, Santiago.